This week on Bad Clowns Film Pitch. Let's take you back down nostalgia lane while we create our very own Disney animated classic. All right, boys. Lights, camera, action. Boys, let me take you back to a magical, wonderful, sometimes problematic time. January 2020. You've got I me. know exactly what well you Well done, yeah. Innocent we were. No, I'm talking about <laughs> um, Disney Originals. I'm talking Cinderella. The Golden Snow Age. White. Yeah. All the, did you guys have the VHSs? Did you have The Fox oh, and yeah. the Hound? Lady and the Tramp? Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company. Jungle Basil, Book. Basil, the Great Mouse Detective. Jungle, oh, Jungle Book might have been the first VHS we owned. I think it's the first film I ever saw, actually. Is this back before the days... Sounds like the Empire, the days of Disney Plus when it was, it was sort of like Disney was like, we're gonna we'll get one out the vault, and they'd yeah, be like, a, here's oh, there's a more civilized time. <laughs> here's Cinderella on DVD for four months and then take it off sale. Genius though, wasn't it? Because you oh, buy it's it, yeah, genius. But yes, that's what we do today. You boys are going to be um, creating your very own Disney classic original. I'm talking animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, original okay yeah. um, so i've got some steps you are going head to head oh boy i'm going to give you a point per question i have whoever i think is uh has captured the disney essence the best have either of you got a favorite one what was your favorite disney original or what still is tarzan i think Tarz- that's quite a late one tarzan if we're, if we're going is it it well, is it's from the from the 90s isn't it mm. well so so am i <laughs> uh, old school Disney. God, they're really old. Like you think, oh, I haven't seen these in ages. Mm. Um, oh, the good ones did come out when we were kids. I think, unfortunately, because yeah. you I think, think like that's Be- Beauty and the that Beast, old school Aladdin, to me. Lion King, Sam's ca- fourteen ca- came out in the nineties <laughs> and they were quite good. Um, get- Aladdin's good, yeah. I like Aladdin. Aladdin. Is great. Um, Hercules is also great. I think also a really kind of that, that's the second one. golden age, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's like it's all like the the, the ages of Middle Earth. <laughs> well, no, because then then there's the the dip. It was sort of like Home on the Range and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> and you know, they were just like they weren't even doing musicals anymore. They were just doing weird shit. Yeah. What about um the Sword in the Stone? Because that was my favorite for a while when I was a kid. But also, I don't think I've seen it. Scary because of the big pike fish it bit. It doesn't have a plot. <laughs> it doesn't really, does it? But then again, it's like four five sketches. Made into a film. It's like Monty Python sketches almost, but they're great. It's a great, it's a, good it's a film. great film. I've never seen the Black Cauldron. Is that? Oh, Disney? that is that is pretty bad. Is it actually quite bad? Oh, it's yeah. Like you watch oh. it, and it's not a, like it doesn't feel Disney. Okay, well there you go, everyone. All right, so um, I'm I've made it quite simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got sort of the, good, good. Um, so you but feel free to expand on it if you want to get you know those extra little bits for those points in that's fine um all right so we're going to start off with a very basic now and when i said problematic it kind of is because the stereotype of those old films was princess uh needs a man to save her so what i have just said is create a princess i need a princess uh character now it's up to you if you want to be sec- uh, sexist or if you want okay. to be modern with it okay right yes it's up to you if you want to be sexist <laughs> I'm not saying I'll dock points if you uh, go against that. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but right. yeah, you've got to come up with a princess. Now take your time. Take your time. 
or you can actually choose one from, say, history, and you could base it around her, like some and Berlin, some of the old... and Berlin, yeah. and Berlin. <laughs> good choice. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so Anne Berlin. Yeah, uh, I'll go with Anne just, Berlin. Fuck it. Just for the audience, um, can you just catch us up on what actually happens to Anne Berlin <laughs> in real life? Uh, in real, so she's a happy-go-lucky. Uh... <laughs> I, I think she lived in London, sort of, and then um, second wife of. Uh... So, like, we'll have this sort of... Uh, uh, Henry VIII will be, like, a typical prince right. sort of character. Right. Like like in your typical Disney movies. But then the, the sort of evil ex-wife is the sort of, like, stepmother, stepsister Cinderella type character mm. kind of thing. So, uh, Garfin of Aragon will be the villain. And then... Uh, nice, okay. That works really well because it's divorced, beheaded. So... Yeah. The the ex wife is the divorced one, so she probably and has got. A there's bit of room that. for sequels, not just D- sequels. Disney I mean, didn't do a lot of sequels. I've got you, room. You're thinking for one thinking per wife, film per film per wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's thinking a cinematic universe with it. I love that. Do you know what? Amberlin's also the really hot one in the musical Six. Oh, so you've won me over straight away. It's just animated it's, Tudors, the TV show. Is it a cinematic universe if it's all just set in the real world? If it's history, is the real world. <laughs> I think we talked about this before. <laughs> are movies, are movies based on true events? Do they share a cinematic universe? Like, is Titanic in the same universe as The Revenant? Technically, yes. Well, but, yes and bit, no, uh, because like, there's two films where Judy Dench played Queen Victoria, but they're not really sequels. Like, they're not made by the same people. She just got cast as well. Queen that happened Victoria with Charles twice. Manson too, didn't it? In um, I know that you know Once Upon a Time in Hollywood isn't true events, but same and guy got cast mind as Hunter, Charles yeah. yeah. I don't know, because actually with the Titanic argument, Jack and Rose weren't real characters. Well, they weren't real people. They were just on a real boat, a real event, to give a bit of heart to that story. Maybe nothing went on on the boat. Maybe nothing happened. Maybe it was actually just uh, it was a really boring, boring boat ride until that moment. <laughs> oh, I thought you were unearthing the big Titanic conspiracy. <laughs> like, how do we even know it crashed into an iceberg? You know, <laughs> can an iceberg break it. steel? Oh God, careful where we go with this. I mean, there's a <laughs> there's a deleted scene on the, the from the Titanic, which is fucking hilarious. Where it's uh, what's her name? Uh, the one from Misery, who's in it? What's her name? Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. She sat on the deck, and she goes, "Oh, could I get some ice in this drink?" And just as she says it, they, like ice crashes into the side of the boat and it's coming over the edge. It's so weird. <laughs> there is some really weird, like the original ending of Titanic. Maybe well. that was like, sort of, you know how they, they, they like James Bond does adverts for different like phones and beer Heineken. and stuff. <laughs> Maybe it was like Schweppes or something. Like, ah, yeah. Schweppes. And then the iceberg. refreshing taste of Schweppes. Yeah. This is this can I get list. some, can I get some delicious iceberg lettuce in this sandwich? Kaboom! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, all right, so we've got Anne Boleyn. Um, That's and, mine. And yeah, and it's okay. Is it cartoon? Yeah, it kind of has to be. Yeah, it's hand drawn. Fantastic. Hand drawn. Or maybe less. maybe it's a tapestry. <laughs> well, I mean, another thing that people are only just realizing now is that Disney used to take the same footage and just draw over it with a different character yeah, yeah, yeah. using mm-hmm. all their films. So you know. You could think about that. Maybe you could share scenes, boys. All right, Sam. What princess are you going for? An original or a real one? Um, I can't really go for a real one because I don't know enough about history. And John's already chosen one. So if I do that, <laughs> I don't think I can make it different. Enough. Princess Diana. 
<laughs> oh, Christ. <Come> on. <laughs> oh. They both have bad endings. Yeah. So I'm going to go for an original princess, okay? Mm-hmm. This is set in modern day. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's a fictitious uh, daughter of the current queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is running for prime minister. Okay. Can you do that? You're saying that... <laughs> the the a real print a fictional real princess mm-hmm. in the UK in modern mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. hand drawn modern day okay I quite like that mm-hmm. is running for prime minister I mean when I say modern day it's nineties like it's right yeah L- lots of uh, red double decker buses and phone boxes because that's what Brit- yeah, 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 Britain yeah, yeah, looks yeah. like to Americans yeah fish yeah. and chips on the corner my lord <laughs> bowler hats <laughs> breaking news get the latest. Yeah. Read all about it. That's the one I was looking for. I just couldn't remember the <laughs> phrase. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I like that. All right. Um, what's her name? Um, Anne Boleyn. <laughs> oh, Anne Bowling. I can't have it. Anne Bowling. I can't have it. Uh, <laughs> she needs. She needs a hot, fresh name. Uh, okay. Um, Princess Stephanalia. But her friends call her Steph. Princess Steph. Okay, okay. And her surname is Analia, or that's just her first name? Uh, it's Minza. Stephanalia Minza. Steph Minza. Steph Minza. Kind of sounds like a vaccine, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. Um, Actually, it kind of sounds like Westminster, which is perfect. Oh, yeah. Very clever. Okay. I like that. Um, great. We've got our princesses. Fantastic stuff. Um now, we need the prince. This is a classic recipe. You have to have a prince in these films. How you mm-hmm. want to use him? Completely up to you. I can see John's already knows what... From the look of his face. Are yeah. you going for... I I, I'm re- oh, you're both well, ready. John just has to follow the pattern of history. Yes, but... <laughs> can I... Can I... Um, Robin Hood, my... Yeah. Rewrite um, history, mate. So they're all animals. Oh! So, like, they still... <laughs> Recycling animation, how mm. Baloo from the Jungle Book is essentially Little John. Not a, essentially. A different colour. Just like, a different colour, yeah. It, it is. Uh, so I'll use that bear as Henry VIII. I love it. What, the, 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 the brown bear, bear is the prince. He's the king, but yeah. So are you having... Okay, here's what I'll clarify. You, are you having... I think traditionally you need to have some kind of sexy sexy fox that gives Christian strange feelings. That's, that's Anne Boleyn. And Boleyn's the sexy fox. And then Catherine Aragon is a uh, skunk. Uh... <laughs> Very subtle. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys, I have to give She's someone a point guy. for the last round. Let me just let me just refresh this. An original princess. I'm going to give it to Sam. And only because it's Thank original. You. I do. I Thank like you. sexy Anne Boleyn. And now that she's an animal, it's even better. Um, you should have but... gone with Lady Di. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Oh... Yeah, okay. Um, we'll veer away from that. <laughs> Again, that sounded like a joke. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> okay. Right, so we're on Prince. Um, so, yes. So you're actually having King Henry as the prince. Yeah. So he's it's, the it's, it's not actually... That's a king and queen. It's not a prince and princess, technically. Uh, yeah, because he's... Um, little known fact about history is... Uh, quite a couple of years until we get a prince... In this in this time period, mm-hmm. okay. so saving the you prince can... for the sequel, 
Okay, well, people... Okay, when I say a prince, I mean the prince figure. You could Like, Robin Hood is kind of the prince figure in his movie, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. I suppose. Okay, so King Henry VIII is a good guy in your film? <laughs> you don't think Prince John isn't the... Is it King John? Damn it. King John <laughs> is the prince for me. King Henry is the, the good guy, the good prince. Yeah, hmm. for most of the film. Okay. This feels I'm, doing like... a, I'm doing a frozen twist at the end that oh, like, nice. everyone knows is coming. Frozen twist sounds like a delicious drink. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, okay. Um, that's, that's your prince. Is there any quirks? Does he have any quirks? Does he have a lisp? <laughs> you should meet my ex-wife. <laughs> he's, he's voiced by the guy who, who <laughs> does Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I love... What's his oh, name? Bob. Like he's... Oh, he has got a bit of a... He's yeah. got a whistle, hasn't he? But he, he voices other characters in the um, Disney pantheon, or whatever we call it. He, but he's got he, that kind of voice. He does a lot of characters in Kingdom Hearts, I know let's, that. Let's not, our, let's not lose our heads here. <laughs> so he's quite so, a, yeah. He's a terrible prince. <laughs> not charming at all. Okay, alright, I love it. But he's an animal, he's a bear, great. Yeah. Um, do they wear clothes, by the way? Your bear yeah, 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 yeah. Traditional okay. Tudor outfits. That's Depends how hot the animal is, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he All might right. show a bit more sleeve, a bit more ankle. <laughs> Sam, who's your prince? So Princess Stephanalia needs to get in touch with the common folk in order to win the vote to become yeah. Prime Minister. Uh, so she enlists the help of Jack Prince, a little scamp, run-of-the-mill rogue who uh, tries to con her on the streets of London, uh, and he has a Dick Van Dyke uh, accent. So your prince is prince by name, not by nature. Mm-hmm. No, he is. He's. He, he is in his heart. He is a prince. I like that. Okay. Okay. So in his just heart, like, I just don't understand how to reach the common man. And he and and he's like, well, you could reach over and touch me. Why? <laughs> that kind of thing. And it leads into a song. <laughs> right. Okay. But he's not actually a prince. No. Right. So neither of our princes are actually princes. One's a king, and one's a, a common street urchin. Is he a paper boy? I mean, would you say there's no prince in Pocahontas? That's a good question. I'd say that that that, that film is one of the most problematic. <laughs> Disney pro- it's not what I, not what I asked. No, I know. Uh, no, I guess the the is it John? What's his name? John Smith. Like John Smith, voiced uh, by Robin Hood. Problem number one, Mel Gibson. Yes. Yeah. Public <laughs> enemy number one. Does does would you say Robin Hood doesn't have a prince? Well, I already said that the prince figure is Robin Hood. So no, I'm. I'm I'm well, saying that's te- okay. Technically, the the prince is King John. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. but he's a king, isn't he? Or is he is he about to? No, be he's king? a prince, isn't he? he? He's a fake he's... king because Richard, yeah, Richard, Richard, is... Richard the Lionheart, who comes <sighs> this back is at the end. Too technical for me, boys. But yeah, I like both your princes. Okay, so we've got King Henry as Prince One, and we've got Jack Prince. Did you say Jack Prince? Okay, what is his quirks? Has he got any quirks? He's a Cockney lad. Cockney. It's pretty damn quirky. He says things that no Cockney person has ever said. He walks with a jaunty... He's always got, like, a pie. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's very Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. It's very 90s American British. Right. Right. Is what I'm going for. Upstairs, downstairs. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, But that was 80s. Um, Okay. I'm going to give the point there to John, because I like the idea of a hot anamorphic... Anne Boleyn. Doesn't sound. You can't have. A... Uh, sorry, oh, uh, King Henry. King Henry is what I meant. Yeah, he's not hot. He's Winnie the Pooh. He's, he's hot, mate. He's hot. You can't tell me that well, he's, he's not. He's got that like Tudor hat. 
Have you seen Baloo? Baloo's pretty hot. It's his confidence, not his body, but he's pretty hot. Oh, bother. Um, okay, now the next one kind of is pointless now. I've put setting, but really, that should have come first, shouldn't it? Because our setting is Hampton Tudor England Court and, and modern yeah. day Tower of um, London. But you could How say, on earth did you there... expect us to come up with the setting <laughs> after doing the main character? Is there yeah. a specific location um, that is important to your films? So uh, I'd say in Robin Hood, you know, the archery contest is quite a fantastic scene. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and in Pocahontas, there's the waterfall <laughs> or something. But you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so Jack Prince lives in Big Ben. Oh, oh, amazing. Almost like Hunchback of Notre Dame at the top. Of- yeah. Uh, he's got like a window cleaner thing that he gets up and there's a little door in the face of Big Ben. Oh, I like that. A little hidden door in the face of Big Ben. Yeah. No one's ever seen him get in. Big, Big Ben <laughs> is actually the bell, not the clock. Uh, just, uh, just, uh, oh. just saying there. Is that true? Uh, so it'd be, I've learned I've something. <laughs> yeah, that I've is true. Lost. <laughs> okay, okay. So the face of Big Ben. All right. The clock. What's the clock called then? Ben's face. <laughs> it's called something really boring, like large clock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. I like that setting. And John, do you have one? Well, um, the film will sort of climax in probably the Tower of London. I think that's where she gets kept. So, it um, is. think oh. uh, Spooky Castle, Spooky Spooky Dungeons, Spooky Dungeons. So the Tower of London versus Big Ben. We could have mm. we could have like little nods to other Disney films when they do that kind of thing. So yeah. we've got um, in the in Aladdin when um, Jafar's chained up, disguised as the old man. We could have that in one cell. Just a skeleton with his hat. We'll have uh, <laughs> Jack Sparrow in another cell with the the bone for the dog with the keys. We'll have that. Okay, okay. Then, Sam, uh, you want to you want to rebut this? At Foxy all? and Berlin. Foxy Evelyn. I love that. Just bring it up every time for hope that I. <laughs> She's a fox. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah. So in Big Ben, Jack Prince has collected all these like little items, and we see recognizable things from other Disney films. So there's a lamp, just like on a cardboard box. There's yep. a poster of Foxy and Berlin on the oh, wall. Oh wow! Nice. <laughs> okay. Wanted. This is a. <laughs> this is tricky. They're both quite good. I'm gonna. I'm going to give it to Sam, although he was technically incorrect, just because I like the idea of the 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 the, wind, the window cleaning thing going up the Big Ben it's, clock. It's it's just so like fake British. It is that yeah. concept. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and it's like it almost cleans the clock every morning, and no yeah, one yeah, ever yeah. sees him out there. I like that. Well, okay. I'm Jack Prince. I'm the clock cleaner. <laughs> so so far, it's two one to Sam. Um, all right, the next one is a big one. The villain. I need a big villain for the movie. Now, John, this is tricky for you because you've taken oh, no. who would usually be the villain and you've made no, him I've got the a handsome. villain. Oh. It's it's Thomas Cromwell, the king's advisor, <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> right. is Very the villain. Good. Uh, he's uh, it's kind of you've got to think what animal would would make him sort of the villain. So he's a snake. Of course. Because uh, a snake can't be a good guy. We've learned no. that from Disney. No, um, the hard way. Jungle Book, Robin Hood, the snake's always a dick. Same bloody so, snake in the films. It's the same snake in this one, which is actually, the, I think it's the voice of Winnie the Pooh is the snake. It is, yeah, in Jungle um, Book. But no, it's uh, it's going to have uh, the same voice as um, 
Iago, so Gilbert Godfrey will uh, <laughs> voice the Thomas Cromwell. Not very subtle, is he? Yeah. So he's a little bit like in King Henry there, like yeah. You better do this, <laughs> Jafar. <laughs> You gotta think about the good of England, Take Your over Majesty. Head. You're actually now. I'm a man who's done my reading. I've read up on history, uh, horrible histories to be specific. Mm-hmm. And um, Thomas Cromwell, it, people say that he actually was like the reason behind a lot of. Is Probably. I think it was him. The lo- a lot he? of the horrible stuff. Hor- horrible Henry. I, I've horrible read about Henry. five pages of Wolf Hall. <laughs> yeah, I've watched. I watched. Yeah, he was. Things. He was kind of the puppet master kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Very like that. Game of Thrones. It is. But um we'll Disneyfy it, so he's a snake. Yeah. I mean Game of Thrones mm. and the Tudor England, they kinda of happened at similar times, didn't they? Just in different parts of the country. Um mm-hmm. Sam, <laughs> yeah. who's your villain? Um so it's the um it's the Queen's butler. Okay. Um uh it, it, and his name is uh, Alfred uh, Bonchley. Alfred Bonchley. Uh, and Bonchley. he firmly believes that the royal family should not intervene or go near or understand the plight of the common man. They should remain in their palace. Right. And so there's a sequence of, as she's trying to um, campaign for the vote, he's going around trying to, like, he's ripping down posters and he goes like, mm. during, like, a musical number, I think. He's got his own evil, like Scar's one. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best song, though. Okay, okay, okay. Alfred Stay Bonchley. up in your ivory tower. <laughs> Stay where you just belong. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, so your one is a musical then, is it? Of course. Okay. Is your one a musical, Disney. John? Yeah. There's a, okay. Thomas Cromwell has a song about dismantling the Catholic Church. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's called Get Rid of Those Bloody Catholics. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Very it's nice. Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I think that would work, actually. Him screaming about dismantling the Catholic Church would, uh, yeah. would be a... Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to give the point to... I'm going to give it to John on this one. And that is because I forgot about Thomas Cromwell even being a thing. And the idea that he is the puppet master behind... What does King Henry turn out to be quite a big villain in the end? Then, sort of accidentally, he's, the, he's the sort Kylo of, Ren. Uh, it, it, it's he's not. It's it's he's misled. Okay, into very killing Kylo his Ren, wife. Snoke, and what what's Kylo. what's your what's your frozen your frozen oh, twist? Yeah. Oh, he cuts off her head. Oh right, my that's, god, right, that's not a twist. We we know that. Yeah. Well, no, that happens in Frozen, doesn't it? Um, okay, so I have written here. <laughs> it should. As a kind of sort of side thing, the villain's henchmen. They're, you know how you know Gaston has LeFou, um, yep. Jafar yep. has Parrot, Iago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so who does your villain? Does Thomas Cromwell have one? Does Alfredo Bonchley? Alfred Bonchley? Does he have a? Uh, yeah. It, uh, it's it's the um, it's the royal. Are they called the royal guard? The red outfit and the yeah beefy. The, Beefy, no, not beefy. That's eaters. a good the... name though for a villain, a, a henchman. Iri- the Alfred Beefeater. Beef <laughs> um, no, not 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 the Beefeaters because that's just like a red out, like the red uniform with the black. The that's royal the guard, Queen's guard isn't it? That's the royal guard. Is it? Just... It is the royal guard. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So Alfred Bonchley, there's the captain of the royal guard who is called Beefeater, and nice. they've all got 
the hats are big and it's just like his nose and mustache poking out the bottom. Nice. And he's got like three smaller royal guard that always run directly <laughs> after him. He's like, Don't you worry, my lord. We'll have her back by sundown. Come on, lads. I'm <laughs> with you. So all sort of reminiscent of in Aladdin, you know, the, the guards, the Arabian yeah. guards, that one particular yeah, yeah, yeah. one. And then he's got mm-hmm. his, his little... His little dudes. I like that. Okay. And, and he's wearing got a the... different... They've all, they've all got a different moustache poking out of the... Uh, different coloured bottom moustache. of the hat. Yeah. Very nice. So his name is Beef Eater, is it? Yeah. And is he always eating beef or...? No, we don't see his mouth. He's vegan. <laughs> uh, Captain Beef Eater. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. Captain Beef Eater. And John, who's Thomas Cromwell's henchman? Uh, so, because um, this is... The... So I want to try and keep it sort of British in terms of uh, animals, apart from the snake... Right. Um, so it, it's going to be a, a diseased rat because <laughs> probably around the time of the plague and stuff. So like, he's sort of like captain of the the um, the military. So all the like military soldiers are diseased rats. Um, right. So they're a bit more like um, they're not that big. They're more like mm. um, maleficent uh, little henchmen things in Cinderella. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sleeping Beauty. That, that little like gobliny things, quite small. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like that. That's very. But they are Lickington, isn't filthy. It? The villain in Dick Whittington, I think, is a giant rat or something, and that's very British. Mm-hmm. That's just the like. So yeah, that works. What's what's his name? Does he have a name? Uh, uh, um, uh, Ratty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain uh, Ratmund. Ratmund. Yeah, I'll take that. Ratmund, and he's uh, the leader of the. I couldn't think of anyone from history, so. <laughs> Garatson. Ratman. So, so Ratman Drake, I don't know. Ratman Drake, I like it. Okay, so we've got Beef Eater, the leader of the Royal Guard, and Ratman Drake, the leader of the, um, I guess the Royal Guard. Royal Guard. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little um, bit like um, in uh, the uh, video game here, The Last of Us 2, when the zombies yeah. are all, you know how they're squished together in the yeah. sewer? And they oh, make yeah. one big one. He's a little bit like that with other rats. All oh. the tails. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah, that's so it's, so it's pretty grim. It's a very dark Disney film. That's okay. not very Disney. That's horrific. No, he has a musical the final number. fight in um in oh, what is it? Sleeping Beauty with the Dragons. Pretty terrifying. Yeah. So a couple of rats stuck together. And Snow White singing this a song. Scary stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not that bad. No, I like it. It's, it could almost be like all the rats sort of came together to make one giant human, almost. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I, I see what you're going for. Okay, I'm going to give that one to Beef Eater. I love the uh, the name Captain. and Captain Beef Eater and the sort of idea of how di- how they're different because of their moustache. I think that's it. It's great. But that was close, actually. I did really like both of those. The diseased rats is very, very British. Um, okay, we have to have a moment in the film. You know, in Bambi, the mum dies. It's heartbreaking. I know Up isn't a classic, but in Up, you know, the beginning hits you hard and it makes you cry. So it's you want be a, a Disney tearjerker moment? Well, yeah, I put sad, unexpected death, but really it could just be a moment that makes you go, <gasps> and you, you really, the wind has taken out your sails. I need one of them. I've got it. Go it's on. an opener. It's 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 an Up style opener. Uh, we see a, a young boy with his mum. They uh they're common folk walking the streets of London. Mm. Um, they walk past a stall. Uh, the oh. mum tries to slip a loaf of bread into her coat. I'm going to cry already. Yes. Um, she is spotted oh, no. um, by people you don't see yet. They shout 
they chase her who and she runs holding her son's hand and they run along the river um and then suddenly you see someone grab her and she slips and she falls into the river thames oh my goodness um and you see the little boy's face look down and he looks up and you see uh someone that you realize later is alfred bunchley the, right. the the queen's butler yeah and we also learned that the child was a young jack prince yeah and this is this could is, be uh, that he looks up and as the guy's coming towards him he runs and he scales big ben <laughs> yeah he, he, he he's <laughs> so sad he climbs big ben <laughs> without any equipment and or anything he smashes a hole in the front <laughs> Well, you know, like in some films where, and then, like... and then, and then it's him <coughs> crying in this like just empty, dusty room, and then it fades into present day, and suddenly there's furniture and stuff there. Yeah. We actually start with a bit of a sequence with him on 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 the town. But suddenly it's a bit brighter, and he's having like a snack, and he's sat on the windowsill yeah. looking out over London. And okay, okay, so he's almost kind of like sharing the lead role, isn't he, um, Jack Prince? Yeah, yeah. Well. I think we'll, we won't see him for a while after this opening sequence. We'll go to uh, Princess Stephanelia. It'll be her for a good, good solid chunk. Yeah, it's a bit like Tangledy. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, John? Um, so my uh, sad moment will uh, probably be about halfway through the film. Right. And it's uh, sort of, we've just had, uh, so Henry and Anne are already married. Mm-hmm. And we have like a, a nice ballroom sort of scene. Like kind of like yeah. Beauty and the Beast with the dancing. Beauty and the Beast song, that bit, kind of like that. Yeah. It's a nice musical number, and then sort of towards the end, they're looking in each other's eyes, and he's like, oh, "I'll go get us some refreshments." He goes off to the Tudor bar, and he's, mm-hmm. he's and uh, she she goes outside for some fresh air because she's hot and wearing a big big dress, mm. and uh, it's been quite a while. And she's like, "Oh, I wonder where Henry's got off to," and then she she goes back into the ballroom, and she spots across the dance floor um, Henry with. Uh, now with with two drinks, but he's given one to uh, Jane Seymour, oh my who, who, God. Who, who, who's a seagull, and um, <laughs> she yeah, she kisses him on the cheek, and it's a sort of like oh, the the beginning of the end for Anne oh. Boleyn, and her heart's broken. And they've just they've just gotten married. Yeah, oh, can't yeah. believe it. And, and and you see sort of like Thomas Cromwell in the background. And unfortunately, I've made him a snake, so he can't do like the sort of ha- evil hands together. So he just does it maybe like a tongue flicker. Yeah, that's it. That's the equivalent. Uh, the lick of the lips. I mean, what you could do, he could even just sort of lower himself above where everything's happening, almost mm. looking like the puppet master because he's above them, yeah. sort of watching down. Yeah. Oh, that. Is a... Maybe, maybe, maybe even like uh, Anne Boleyn sees Thomas Cromwell. Who's looking at them so she can hear what he says, and he goes, "I introduced them." Or, or um, you know, you know, in like <laughs> no <this> subtlety. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of an example, but like you know, when like the villain is—they're not quite the the main character doesn't know it's the villain, but they'll give advice to the good guy that's bad. They'll mm. be like, "Oh, you should run away because they don't actually want you here." Kind of thing. Yeah. So he comes down to Anne Boleyn and goes like, "You should kill yourself." Um, <laughs> And it's just really brutal. <laughs> he was like, "Wow, wow!" That's, a, that's like Scar when he's the Sim. He's like, yeah. "Run, run, never come See, I thought, <laughs> kill yourself." I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna do like a really subtle thing where, because um, Amberlynn is beheaded, right? Yeah, yeah. She's... I thought so. I thought you were gonna be, uh, like have Thomas Cromwell be like, "You should leave. You'll only die if you stay." And it looks like it's bad advice, but actually it's true. But no, what you got is he goes, "Kill yourself." <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save us the trouble, that kind of thing. I'm not too caught up on history. I know she loses her head. Neither am I. But you're you you know more than I do, and that oh, that's true. I am gonna. Oh. I don't. I don't think he sort of muscled in on Jane Seymour the seagull within like a day of the wedding. I don't think. I think. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean we are talking about effect. the yeah. man that created the Church of England so he could get a divorce. That's yeah. uh, is that's true, right? He created the Church of England so he could get a divorce. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the wedding beforehand. Okay. Catherine gonna... Aragon, the skunk. <laughs> the skunk, yeah, sexy them skunks, aren't they? I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to Sam for that one. Hey. Just feels a bit more British, a bit more English, a bit more. I, d- I haven't been keeping track. I think Sam, you're on. It's it's really only on you to keep track. I'm, yeah. I think you've got four, and John's got two. I think that sounds right. I think. Um, because it was three, two. Yeah, okay. Okay, still all to play for. Still all to play for. Um, okay. This one um, is the lover, the lovable helper people. And by that, I mean, in Cinderella, you've got the, the mice. The in mice. Snow White, you've got the dwarves. Um, the, that sort of figure, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in one of them, you've got birds, I think, helping make a dress. And, the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I mean. So, who have we got? So I I would have chosen rats, but John's got uh, horrible disease rats in in, in his one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking um, Jack Prince has access to just like a sea of sea uh, not, a sea of street urchins. <laughs> right. Sea urchins. Um, sea urchins. <laughs> street urchins. Yeah. Um, so like. Uh, Princess Stefanelli's there. She's got all these posters and badges. Like, but however, will we get these out in time? And Jack's like, "Don't worry, I've got an idea." And he whistles, and then all these street urchins come and say, like, "Yeah, what do you want, Jack? Yeah, we'll do it for you. Do it for Love a nickel. It. Do it for a pie." And then they dish out all the posters, and they're again like another Fagan's musical number kid, where they're like the group from yeah. yeah, love it. Very British, perfect. John. Um. So. Anne Boleyn kind of needs like some sort of mm. princess handmaidens, um, so they'll be um, pigeons. Nice. Um, and they, they'll sort, they'll sort of like have we'll have sort of two mirroring scenes. We'll have a scene at the beginning where they they help her get ready for the wedding, and then we'll have a, another scene later where they're sort of helping her get ready for her beheading. So they're oh, like so they're never the really on her side. Kind of they're thing. Just there to fill a purpose. Oh, they're, well, they're just they're just they're on the the royal this payroll. That's like, that sweet sweet Henry making. dollar. Have you seen Bambi? Yes, I have. And I have seen Dumbo. That's another one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to give it to Pigeons. Very, again, very British. I should stop just giving it on the Britishness, but to me, are they, they are the same size as like the other characters, right? They're not just, they're not tiny birds. They are anaphomorphic or whatever the word is. Well, they've got to hold an axe at one point, so... (laughs) Right, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Okay, okay. Pigeons. Um, Right, this is what... I wrote this down. Now, we can skip this one if you want, because obviously time is also the essence. Um, But I've got a bit that says here, the bit that doesn't quite sit right with audiences now. (laughs) Oh, okay. I think we know what mine is. Um, so yeah, the bit that doesn't sit quite right with audiences now. So you know, in films, there now there's bits. I mean, Pocahontas is a bit white, uh, like the the Dumbo, um, the birds. Oh. A lot of Dumbo, actually. Um, yeah. the, 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 the circus, the birds, Pleasure Island, Jim Crow, <laughs> <Pinocchio>. <laughs> um, 
Well, yeah, that's what we're looking for. It's a moment like that. I, you know, yippity doo dah. Um, <laughs> okay. Sort of... What gonna, a film I'm, that doesn't I'm... get re-released. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to keep mine um, relatively. Uh, I'm not going to go too heavy with this one. All right. Uh, Is it pretty, still unacceptable? Pretty Brexit. So there's going to be a in 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 the kind of um, in the crux of the film uh, when it looks like Alfred Bunchley's won. Um, and Princess Steph is is crying to Jack and saying, I should never have tried this. This is no place for a woman. And then Jack's like, come on, there's lots of things women can do. And then he lists like cooking oh, and cleaning and God. raising the kids. Cooking and cleaning and raising the kids. And all the little uh, street urchins are joining in. That's good. Yeah, exactly. That's um, That is genuinely something that you would... That could have been in one as well. I feel. I believe it. Yeah, I'd I'd buy that. Oh, I mean, when I say buy that, I don't mean I buy the film because of it. I mean, I believe, or that I believe you it. buy into it. Yeah, I mean, I, that's my personal beliefs. Um, John, well, we could do a, a horrifically violent um, beheading scene. Yeah, but I was thinking blood. more. A big issue with the um, the reign of Henry VIII was that he was struggling to to get an heir. That was made. Obviously, struggling to get it up. Um, well, <laughs> that, that exactly, too, I think. exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's there's several uh, post-coital scenes. Uh, we don't see anything down below, but it, a lot of conversation about like it's okay. It, it happens to most guys, and he's like, most guys, you're supposed to be a virgin, that kind of thing. Right. And it's oh. just a bit too much for a Disney film. See, but- I feel like that wouldn't have sat right with people then, not not just now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I it's all it's all it's all it's all fun and games though. It's all very silly. Because you could have you could have a scene where they're trying to help him get yeah. it up, but in a fun <laughs> Disney yeah. L- little tweeting birds. The birds come in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the birds with and the ribbons bees. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm going to give the point to Sam because that is genuinely something I can imagine Disney having done uh, at the time. Uh, and it's well, it's well-meaning, but completely inappropriate. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, the next one. So that is five three. Yes, the next one is the big fight. Now we kind of it was kind of mentioned earlier, but you know this, and usually the big fight doesn't always have to happen with the big villain. It can happen with the henchman. And then they get to the big villain, and it's just a bit of a conversation. But you can do whatever you like here. Give me a location. Give me. I've, I've how got it. it. Ends I've got it as well. Go on. I've got it. Um, there's. Uh, it's all been set up. It's the perfect end to my perfect film. <laughs> Jack Prince and Alfred Bonchley having a sword fight on the hands of the face of Big Ben. That's good. Yeah. They yeah. fight. It's thunder. It's lightning. They yell. Um, Jack's like, you killed me, man! Uh, They're fighting until Alfred slips and plummets into the Thames. You don't really know if he's dead, then? Nah, but he's as dead as the mum is. Yeah, kind of Gaston-y. Yeah, I like that, I like that. Okay, what you have done is, again, classic Disney, is that the woman plays no role in her own saving, or (laughs) she she watches from the sidelines. It was the 90s. (laughs) All right. Um, John? So um, I'm going to play with history a bit. Um, Before the beheading, um, Mm. 
and before the capture of Anne Boleyn, will have like a, a moment where she tries to escape by boat. Um, right. And, and then we'll, we'll so she's she's on a ship and she's trying to get out of London. And then we'll play with history a bit more, and we'll just have the the fire of London at the same time. Yeah, so, nice. Um, Chuck uh, it of course. So that happens, and everything's ablaze. And then the the, the um, Ratmund, uh, Captain Ratmund, captures her, and that's sort of it's sort of a big. And the boats are going like the speed of speedboats rather than um, tall, sort of like Tudor ships would. So it's a yeah. bit more a la James Bond kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. And nice. then she gets captured and uh, beheaded. So Ratman, even Ratman survives. Like mm-hmm. Ratman, yeah. the, the bad guys Cromwell. fully win. Oh yeah, <laughs> Henry, the only person who dies in the film is, is Anne, Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. Is it one of those moments? And I find that in the old Disney ones, there are moments where you're watching and you're like yes, here we go, come on, but you know the outcome. And she's on the boat, and you're like, you can do it, you can get away, but you know what's coming. And like, yeah, there could be a moment where up. the um, the ship is is burning, and it's sort of like she's got a moment to sort of jump um, onto onto dry land, and you think, oh, yeah. she's going to do it, and she, and she does, she jumps, and it's right outside the Tower of London where they arrest her. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. She jumps. She jumps into a cell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she jumps into the guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's. I think it's been long enough to make jokes about that. Um, I'm gonna give the point to 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 John for that one. That one. Um, I like that you've played with history a bit because I think, again, it's the sort of thing Disney would do, and then as you grow up, you just sort of believe. That the fire of London did happen at the same and time. It was it was caused by um, there's like two goofier rats um, who are constantly smoking cigarettes throughout the film. Brilliant, yeah, yeah. Just the two sort of bit and of comic relief there. Throw it into the stables and that catches fire on of the course, hay. Yeah, kills all the horses that for some reason aren't um, you know talking. It's like Pluto and oh yeah, they still ride horses. Goofy, is it Goofy? Um, right, here's the last one. Uh, we know what the end is. I mean, actually, so score score is five four. Yes, currently. Um, the we know what the end of your. I haven't actually even written what's the end of the. I put the big fight. I guess that is kind of the ending. I mean, um, I guess this kind of includes it. So, what is the moral of the story for your films? You know, every Disney film kind of has a moral to it. Um, you can include the ending with this, I suppose, and then explain why that the moral of the story is. I'm not yep. too sure. How you'll do this, but go on. So uh, it ends with Princess Steph becoming elected as Prime Minister. It does. Okay, the f- the first female Prime Minister. Yeah, uh, in the nineties, of course. <laughs> um, and <laughs> um, and the moral of the story is: it doesn't matter where you come from; you can do whatever you dream. It doesn't matter if you're a princess or a duchess, or perhaps even just a lady of the court. Mm. If you want to do any job you 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 set your mind to, you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, silver spoon or gold spoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shoot. Hey, hey, we'll take a bronze spoon yeah. at this point. You yeah. know. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I I guess it's kind of empowering for women. You know, did she shut down the mines? Who cares? No, one of her core policies was to actually double production in the mines. (laughs) And extra milk for all the school kids. Um, The the NHS was gone. Yes, that's it. I love it. Okay, that's the moral story is you can achieve anything. I like it. If you're rich. John? 
Um, so, well, mine ends with the beheading, and then uh, Henry VIII marries Jane Seymour the Seagull. Mm. Um, and so the 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 moral is because the um, it's sort of uh, she doesn't uh, Anne Boleyn doesn't sort of treat her handmaidens very well. Mm. Uh, oh. The pigeons that's it sort of just ignores them throughout the film, and it's sort of like if she just maybe gave them a little bit of birdseed. They oh. wouldn't have helped cut her head off. Oh, so it's sort of treat treat pigeons oh, I better. Get it. So it's like treat pigeons better. Is <laughs> you say, yeah. yeah. So we're saying she, <laughs> and, when, and when never they, trust a snake. When they were her wards or whatever they were, Handmaids. she kind of was like, "Yeah, just do this. I don't care." But they then saw, when it she came, was like getting a, her dress put on by the birds because that's what they do. But like, yeah. you know, they were like, "Oh, like doing that sort of thing when uh, like a." Uh, hotel staff take your bags to the room and they, they're waiting for a tip. They were kind of doing that, but she ignored them. Slammed the door in their face. Yeah. But then yeah. when it came to the execution, she was like, please help. And they were like... Don't sharpen <laughs> the axe. And they were like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. So your your moral is feed the birds tuppence a bag. Yeah. And <laughs> don't Sam trust a snake. Was you can achieve anything as long as you're a rich um, woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, both very good. I'm gonna. Oh, this is a tricky one. I've never been so tense. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh. I'm gonna give it to John for that one. No, I'm afraid so, and I'll tell you why. Because I, it's again, it's quite problematic in that it's just you know maybe you should have just you know paid attention to the help. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Instead of being like, well, maybe the help need more rights. It's just like, maybe you could have said thanks. Um, okay. And it's a great Disney message of comparing sort of working class roles to pigeons. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, so you actually tied there. That was a 5-5. Five five. Um, I mean, we could do... I mean, to be fair, maybe that's the way to leave it, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to draw sometimes. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, both, and I, Honestly, I'd watch both of those um, Disney films. So congratulations, honestly, boys. I don't think I could take it if we did a tiebreaker and I lost. So let's please just leave it here. We'll leave it there. It's going in the <laughs> vault. And maybe in 1994, we'll release them for two months on VHS. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. And that's a wrap. Subscribe to the Bad Clowns Film Pitch Podcast and follow Bad Clowns Comedy on all social medias for updates on live shows and new comedy sketches. See you next time.